always a pleasure to have NFL Network's Rich Eisen on the official podcast. What do you think about the Jets heading into the 2023 <laughs> offseason? Get out of here. What a loaded question. Um, what do I think? Yeah. Uh, I think um, the Jets would have two offensive rookie of the year candidates uh, to try and win the award tomorrow night here if Brees Hall hadn't blown his knee out, um, had Elijah Vera Tucker not blown his arm out. Um, they, uh, we, we, we would have definitely, let's put it this way, we would have definitely seen a touchdown in the last three weeks from the offense this year. Um, and, you know, the Jets, I think, would have made the playoffs. You know, it's, everyone has injuries. I understand that. Uh, the Jets had particularly tough ones to take. And then is, you know, the question about is Zach Wilson the guy? I, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed and thrown that here we are going to be entering year three, and the question, is he the guy, is out there. Um, so uh, I love the coach, love the defense, um, love some of these playmakers that, they're, that they have on offense, um, and I just hope the trigger man's the right guy. Trigger man. Robert Sala said after the season yeah. the Jets are committed to finding a veteran quarterback. For what? For who? For for to, to that's the question is like to to compete for the job like literally go into training camp and say you can win it vet against a third year guy who he's most likely going to beat out um, or is it somebody who can guide Zach in a way that Flacco didn't uh, I I don't understand what that means so um, I, I'm I'm hoping. Again, if it is, in fact, it's going to be Zach Wilson, that whatever Nathaniel Hackett can bring to the equation is going to be uh, the difference maker, that he will be able to unlock Zach uh, with an offense and a, a way uh, about him um, to reach Wilson in a way that, that can then can turn on the talent that we clearly saw on tape from BYU. But of the names that are potentially being floated out there yeah. that are going to be available yes. once the league year hits is there anybody that you have your eye on that says you know what that would make sense for this organization I, at this time i don't i don't know i mean the the one that that to me does make sense for the organization more than anything else would be garoppolo that you know if they they do want to run an offense uh, obviously lafleur is no longer there but if they want to run an offense similar to that get a guy who's done it and get a guy who's done it in the nfc the afc east he's who's done it, um, and and go to battle with him. He, he strikes me as somebody um, that, that, that could do it. His problem is his durability. He right. just can't play a full season. Um, you know, would Derek Carr work in New York City? I don't know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers um, would want to follow the path of Favre. Um, and I, I, I don't know if he'd want to come to New York. I don't know if that is something that he would want to um, – you know, uh, endeavor uh, because it is. Um, I I just don't know if the Jets are a fit for him. Quite okay. frankly, I don't I don't know. Um, who, you know, Geno Smith. I don't think is going to be available. Um, but I, I think of all of them, Garoppolo might be the best fit. What do you think about the addition of Hackett? You you mentioned before. I, I I think look I I I throw out what happened last year. Right. I mean, if, if, if he he's not a head he's not coming to be a head coach. So if he's not coming to be a head coach, um, then um, 
and, and he's coming to be the offensive coordinator. That's that's different than the the uh, position that he was put in last year. So I'm not going to look at last year and say he's less than uh, of a coach because of what happened when he was the HC in Denver. I think what Sala said when he was hired, when when Hackett was hired, is spot on. Um, that he is a an incredibly respected offensive mind who has levels of success from Aaron Rodgers to Blake Bortles yes. uh, in Jacksonville. That got that that team was one well thrown, well defensed pass uh, in Stephon Gilmore's direction away from making the Super Bowl, beating New England in New England. So let's get the offensive coordinator who almost beat New England in New England, bring him in. And I, I and make this decision at quarterback. Um, that is going to be a, a huge one for sure. So I I, I kind of like the hire of Nathaniel Hackett. I I like it, um, and he's an incredibly positive and sunny disposition person. Yeah. And I think that that's what maybe the Jets will need in that locker room for the offensive side of the ball. And again, the defense and but the the defense is ready to go. I'm so excited about the defense. And I also love Garrett Wilson. I love his passion, his accountability. Um, and I just, the, how he doesn't accept losing. He's only known winning from his collegiate days. Um, I, I, I love him. And I, I think they've got the right mix of people. I, I just wish I knew if the quarterback was the right guy. How incredible was it what Wilson was able to accomplish in year one, yeah. considering what was happening at quarterback. Oh he, set, he sets a reception yeah, record yeah, right. for the Jets, the rookies. Sets receiving. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good, man. Brees yeah. Hall, uh, I mean. And he's an Ohio oh, State my. guy. I know. <laughs> I know. But that, uh, you know, I'm, and I, obviously me being a Michigan guy, I, I, I think that counts for a lot. Um, you know, he's used to winning. And he's used to being from a program that, that's it's all about winning. And so he doesn't know about this sort of same old Jets nonsense. Uh, I love him. I, I think he's great. I love Sauce, Quinn and Williams. I love the guys they have in this locker room. I think it's a really good mix. I like it a lot. Um, and, and Brees Hall is just, my gosh, the way he would turn a corner, the way he hit a crease, uh, I just hope that's the same guy who comes back from that knee injury. And if it is, look out, man. That's a comeback player of the year for 2023. That is a, a – I mean, I'll say it. He's an MVP-type player. I wow. mean, the stuff that I saw out of him was Jonathan Taylor uh, plus. Uh, when he was uh, – he, he, he was just he was beating six. up everybody, and it didn't matter. You know what I mean? He was – the way he would run – he's a terrific route runner. He is just really, I mean, an incredible slashing running back who is tough to, to tackle. Uh, I just wish he had gotten up in Denver, man. I still, I still can't believe that happened. He was averaging six point eight yards unreal. a pop. Unreal. Yeah. Just so dynamite to watch, and he, he, he got me off the couch in ways that I hadn't been getting off the couch watching the Jets uh, in a long time. And um, I'm, I'm just knocking on wood. The rehab's apparently going really well. Had to schedule all the stuff that you need to hear. He comes back. Um, then and that, and that will significantly impact the quarterback situation, oh, yeah. one would think. So let's go. Uh, he fires me up. <laughs> You're a Staten Island guy. I am. What, what do you think about Sauce, though, his fit in New York? Love Not it. just to how Love it. great he is on the field, but the swagger. That when I saw does. him at the Super uh, the uh, pardon me, the, when I saw him at the Combine um, and he was walking through the NFL Network 
um, sort of uh, uh, car wash that we have set up where the prospects come in and they walk through like this lighted tube where we we hit them with confetti and they give you know they pose for the camera and that's the the stuff we show going a commercial break during our combine coverage and then they also take photographs and they also do this that the other thing uh, I was leaving that area when when sauce walked in and I saw him I saw the way he was talking to other people I heard about him and I saw him reach for something on the table and I saw the wingspan in person I'm like oh my god and then I watched him work out on the on the field uh, and I walked out of there saying, I'm going to go on my show the next day, the next week, and say, that's the guy the Jets need to draft with their first overall pick. And I pounded that table, and I couldn't have been more thrilled to hear his name get called. I've, uh, he's one, He is a generationally talented guy. You don't just come out of the box and be first team all pro just because you play in New York. You don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. He is really special. He is really good. He's a culture changer on the field, in the locker room, and I, I'm, again, the Jets have some really special players, Quinn and Williams, him, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Brees Hall, just to name five. You know, they're really good, and they're at, they're at different positions that you need to have locked down. Quinn and Williams is, again, another pro, uh, all-pro who's a difference maker, um, and Vera Tucker, I, I think, is superb. I mean, again, not to revisit the same thing. Him and Brees Hall going down in the same days, yeah. it's absurd. It's, you know, unfortunate. I think there are good days ahead. Uh, how I much hope did, so. How much did you enjoy uh, being the voice of Flight 20? I loved it. Last year? I was so psyched that they reached out to me to do that. You know, yeah. my own little hard knocks uh, uh, foray. I loved it. I'd do it again. Maybe, for sure. Maybe we'll have some future Your Flight 23? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Rich I'll be at the gate. Thanks, buddy. You got it, man. The official podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport, but together at WinBet. Eric Allen here. We're taping at the Super Bowl. I'm joined by Matt Sims' brother. <laughs> Chris Sims, of course, of Pro Football Talk. Thanks for joining us. No problem, man. Good to be here. Let's talk a little Jets football. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So as we hit the offseason for right. the Jets, the key question right now is, quarterback yeah sure okay Robert Sala was clear about it Jets want to go out right and obtain a veteran quarterback right in your eyes who makes the most sense for this team well I mean listen I know we all look at Aaron Rodgers right I mean that'd be a guy you are a Jets football team that I think is ready right now so from that standpoint it makes sense but it's also risky so that would be the first thing I would say I mean one you're gonna have to trade away a lot of things and give a guy a lot of money and you don't really know how long you're going to get them for, right? So you could be right back in the boat next year or, you know, depending how they feel about Zach Wilson and all of that, uh, to where, oh, all right, we, we might need a quarterback. Uh, it is going to be a compensation there, and I don't know how long you'd get them. Right. You know, the other guy that I think that jumps out to me more in a, uh, not necessarily realistic, but not having to give up the farm to get them is Derek Carr. I think that's the next guy that would be the, the makes the most sense and maybe makes more sense than even Aaron Rodgers if you just want to go, wait, we need a guy that's going to come in, run the offense, play good football, not add drama to the locker room and all that. That's where I, the Jets are certainly a place I would look at if I was Derek Carr. How close are the Jets to be being a team in the postseason? We saw them start 7-4 and four this year. Sure. I, they're, I mean, they're there. I mean, their, their, their talent level was a playoff 
talent level. So, I mean, they were a playoff team. And, you know, the AFC's tough, so that's the first thing. And then the quarterback situation derailed the football team as well. But when you look at it and you go, wait, offensive line before the injuries, I, I mean, it's, it's good. Right. I'm not going to say top five in football, but it's the top half of the league with the potential to be better than that with some of those young guys there. You know, the, the cast of running backs, the receiver, you know, tight ends. Okay, yeah, tight ends still pretty good. And you got Jeremy Ruckert coming up the pipeline from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The defense, what, what is there to talk about on the defense? There's not a position you can even really look at and go, well, they could be a little bit better there. They kind of got everything. So, yes, it's time to go. Now it's just get that quarterback situation right because, you know, hey, you're, you're in a conference, I'm sorry, with Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, and those are the four best quarterbacks in football, and they're going to be tough to get by. What kind of mentality, personality do you have to have to play in New York and right. also play for the Jets? Right. It, it, well, mental toughness is number one, and being able to, like, no, it, you, you understand the noise and the scrutiny, but not let it overtake your life. I think there's a reason, let's say, guys like Phil Simms, Eli Manning, even Daniel Jones right now a little bit, right? How he weathered the storm. I don't mean to go to Giants guys, right? I'm sorry about that on the Jets podcast here. But <laughs> I'm just giving examples of I do think those personalities fit New York, you know? It's just, oh, they won, it's the same face. They lost, it's the same face. They threw a touchdown, it's the same face. They threw an interception, it's the same face. You know, there's never too much ups or downs or riding the media curve of the New York Post and everybody, uh, the Daily News, and on the back cover. I, it takes a guy like that, and that, that to me is one of the big, you know, components for success at quarterback in New York. You like the roster. You I do. You said this team is ready to go right yeah. now. What do you think about... The partnership with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. If, if you are a player, if you are a signal caller looking for potential destinations out there. I, I, I don't know how you wouldn't love it. I mean, Robert Sala has an, a, bit, a way to communicate and motivate the football team and, you know, make everybody feel the pressure with a little hot poker by everybody's butt, but yet you're, they're having fun and they're playing football. And then Joe Douglas, uh, for my money, has been one of the best GMs in the sport the last few years. Uh, just the way he flipped over that team, the quality of the team we're seeing right now, I mean, I, there's only one area you can look at and go, we could dissect that a little bit. I would not have pulled Zach Wilson when they did this year. You know, I know they know more than me, but – that is the part of the team or the organization right now that, yes, is unsettled. And, you know, Zach kind of went the wrong way there a little bit this year. There's no denying that. I'm still a believer in him. But, yeah, it's just that that situation, getting that right, getting that steady, and the Jets are going to be big time. So if and when yeah. the team brings in that veteran quarterback, right. what would you say to Zach Wilson as far as this yeah. offseason entering year three? Treat it like you're the starter still. Compete like your ass off, right? Stay true to your mechanics. You know, that would be the thing that I looked at more than anything is we got a little into being loose and throwing the ball like Mahomes and Josh Allen, and I want to just go, you know, there was plays where I was like, what, the pocket was clean. You didn't need to throw this sidearm off your back foot. Just stand in there, get your body in the right position. Be more of a machine first. So I think that's where he's got to get to. you got to, just like a basketball player or a great pitcher, you got to be able to throw strikes in your sleep or knock down the 15-footer in your sleep, right? That's what Patrick Mahomes is. Then it goes to, wait, I can do that in my sleep. 
Now I can start throwing sidearm and off my back foot and across the field or fadeaway jumpers because I've become a right? right. And that to me is where he kind of went to steps three and four and skipped over steps one and two, and that's where it seems like it went wrong. Just going to have a new offensive play caller, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, love him. Tell me about him. I, I got, you know, I'm a big fan of the Hackett family, so I'm a little biased here. First off, he got an unfair shake out in Denver. A lot of people open this year. You watch my social media. I'll, you, you can see a lot of videos yeah. that I put out to go, hey, here's Russell Wilson. People wide open everywhere. I don't know why we're not throwing it. All right. So you can say what you want, maybe as a head coach or whatever. The one thing he is great at is one system, you know, tried and true. Two, incredible detail within the system. So it's, I mean, everybody's going to be on the same page. That's the one thing I know about the Hackett family. You run a slant route, you're going to run it the exact perfect way against that coverage every time so the quarterback knows exactly what to expect because that's how the Joe Montana and Bill Walsh, where Paul Hackett was at at one point, makes it work, right? So he's going to really refine things, and then he has a magical way of – making the quarterback feel like he's part of this with him. Like, hey, I'm in here. I'm playing with you, too. When you throw an interception, I throw an interception, right? And that's where I think he's going to be great, not only for whoever the starter is, but he's going to be great for Zach Wilson. What about the run game when you look at his stops during his right? T- you know, you, you go back to Buffalo. You yeah. go back to sure. Jacksonville. Right. I mean, you talk about Denver last year. Obviously, they had yeah. their struggles, different situation. Yeah. But, but – Green Bay before that. Yeah, over the the course of his history and also the red zone success. Yeah, well, you know, first off, here's one thing I always think is an amazing thing about his resume. He he knows how to run the football. He's going to run the right plays into the right looks. That's where he's going to program the offense and the quarterback always. So they're never going to be wasted plays. That's why guys like Aaron Rodgers love him. Aaron Rodgers knows, wait, when the defense plays this, I'm supposed to throw these plays and run these plays. Mm. You're right? So that's why they that's why guys love Nathaniel Hackett. So he's going to have the robot programmed and the offense programmed to go, hey, they're doing this, and we know we want to do this when they do it. And that's where he's going to be special. Oh, he was the offensive coordinator for Blake Bortles and yeah. the Jaguars. Yeah, they, they were the number the six AFC offensive. Game. If that doesn't say it all, <laughs> then what do you got to say? Yeah. You know, that, that's to me. So, yeah, I think you're going to see balance, I too. mean, he was right. having some kind of success with Kyle Wharton. Exactly and right. Buffalo yeah. as well. I know. All I right. know. All right, so what do you think about some of the pieces offensively? Starting with Brees Hall, we saw him seven games last year, averaging 6.8 yards a right. touch. You got one of the most versatile offensive linemen in football yeah. in Elijah Barrett Tucker, and then Garrett Wilson for what he did production-wise with the quarterback instability was just off the charts. Yeah, no, it's it's there, there's there you got difference makers. You got guys that you know to me that are very. It's important. You know, the, the two teams you see here in the Super Bowl, it can't always be the system and the offense marking the ball down the field, 12 plays, 80 yards, perfect execution, right? You need some guys to go. Home runs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, gosh, we, we ripped off 40 yards there. You can't always go 12 plays in the NFL. Something bad's going to happen. And that's where Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson are special. They're game changers that way. Uh, and, 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 gosh, you can even add – you know, Michael Carter, his ability to find explosive plays. Elijah Moore, I think, has that ability. So this is a young team. We never, what I tell all my Jets friends who were absolutely insanely absurd at the end of the year and not <laughs> realistic, I just was like, everything is great. Okay, the quarterback thing didn't isn't perfect. But damn, I mean, 
Your, your team just, we, we didn't expect them to be as good as they were this year. They're young. There is something to learning to win in the NFL and, and you know, figuring out the finer details and what it takes there. And I think they got a little bit of a crash course in that this year. What do you like most about the defense? Is it the defensive line and the numbers they throw at you? They come in waves or what they've done on the outside in just one calendar year with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed? It, it's it's this team speed and the ferociousness in which they play. It, it's the 49ers, of course, right? And, and, of course, I know a lot about the 49ers. My best friend is Kyle Shanahan. I've known Robert Sala for a while. They have an eye for psychos. And I mean that in the most, like, good way possible. Yeah. Psychos and the fact that they're just like, pedal to the metal, we're coming downhill, we're going to hit you, we're going to grab the ball, we're, and then the next play, we're coming again. <laughs> and if coach says the next play we have to go run through the brick wall, we'll do it, we won't hesitate. I, that's what impresses me about the defense. I mean, Quinnen Williams, the step he took this year was phenomenal. He was my second team all-pro vote. Um, I, but I, I think it's it's... You know, Jordan Whitehead, some of the under-the-radar under guys are what are impressive to me. You know, Quincy Williams. There's just yes. there's guys that the normal outside national media and fan base don't know that I go, man, if you turn on this Jets game, you're going to watch some guys and go, whoa, who the hell is this guy flying around the football field? I think that's what I'm, I'm impressed with the most. How much do you think you're going to be talking about Jets this offseason? Yeah, too, much, Florio, too right? much. Too <laughs> much. Because quarterback, 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 right. quarterback. And I can't go seven minutes without talking about Aaron Rodgers anywhere you go. Right. So uh, as long as he's kind of dangling this out there, it's going to be a lot of that talk. You mentioned Rodgers. You talked about Derek Carr as well. Uh, what's your thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, where I, he is at this point in his career? I, I mean, Jimmy, listen, Jimmy is hes not a superstar. He, he doesn't, you know, have the – he's not going to be a guy you look at and go, oh, he'll carry the team. And, you know, if we have a few offensive linemen hurt and no running, he'll just get, get on my back and make plays. No, he's not going to do that. But as you've seen in San Francisco, you give him a system, you have a team around him, he can take it to the Super Bowl. And really, he can win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he can. I mean, again, he lost the Super Bowl. He was up 20 to 10. And he's played the, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football who made one of the greatest comebacks and runs in the last six minutes of the Super Bowl that we've ever seen in our life. So I'd be a fan of Jimmy G coming to New York, too. Uh, I really enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, let's go out with this. Yeah. How's your brother Matt doing? He's doing really good. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, uh, the Jets always will have a special place in Matt's heart. You know, um, I wish it would have turned out a little bit better there, but you know, we got great respect as the Sims family of the whole Jets organization. He's doing good. He's coaching quarterbacks, college, high school. Uh, they're kind of cornering the market in, in the tri-state area in that department, him and my father. And then he's dabbling in a little sports media himself. So He's a great locker room guy. Thank you. you that, Thank you very much. Yeah, Appreciate that. Hey, I know you're continuing. Uh, that yourself with all the relationships you've built inside the business. Continuing success. Thank you, man. We'll be watching. Appreciate it. Go Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. 
All right, let's bring in actor Anthony Ramos, who is a monster Jets fan. Should I introduce you from being from New York or being from Brooklyn? Oh, being from, you know, come on, man. You know, <laughs> being from Brooklyn, bro. We, this is a New York, uh, this is, yeah, this is a New York vibe happening right now, so it's, so it's Brooklyn. Yeah, no doubt. Can you talk about your fandom with the Jets, how far back it goes? I mean, it goes back, you know, to, you know, Vinny Testaverde and Curtis Martin and, you know, all those guys, man, like, all the way through, like, I, I made a joke earlier, so I was talking to somebody about, uh, about uh, when there was like a run where when Chad Pennington was the quarterback, right. I, I knew that the Jets would go to the playoffs every other year. Yeah, like he had this thing where it'd be like they go to the playoffs and then they miss, and then they'd go and then they'd miss. Well, here it was: Vinny, two thousand one; yeah. Chad, two thousand two; right, oh four; yeah, oh six; right, right. You see, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Then, so it was yeah. like it was like that thing for a while. You know, I, we had that. You know, so it was uh, that. Th those were the years. I mean, that's when I really started to. To love the Jets and 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 then uh, and then yeah I just I just followed them since then man and I stopped watching all of sports when I went to like school and then I just came back to it I was like I miss sports and I was and I just started like watching again you know so it's like uh, and I was super excited about this year man especially the start we had bro like right it, you know but um you know obviously Brees Hall going down and you know and and you know and and we you know we had some issues at quarterback but. You know, Mike White was really showing some promising signs, man, especially towards the end. And, and you know, so we'll see. You know, we'll, I, I feel good, man. I feel good about the team, though, bro. Like, that defense is insane. Went from worse than the National Football League to top five That's what in I'm several saying. categories. They were, I mean, they were, they were keeping us in it, bro. Yeah. You know, the whole season, just dominating, bro. And I was like, I was like, we just got to score. But, but it's easier said than done, right? Like, I'm not playing the game, so. Going to have to work on that throughout the offseason. Yeah. Now, you're an actor. Yeah. What do you think about some of these guys, them as performers, whether it be a Sauce Gardner or Garrett Wilson, or you mentioned Brees Hall before? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as as performers, like, <laughs> just, you know, it's it's really, you know, it's, it's, that, it's interesting because what they do, though, is, like, it, I can't even imagine what it's like to have to stay focused and play the game as best as you can, but then, like, you know, and, and and then for them to take it to another level, you score a touchdown and you do like a dope dance or some shit like that. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or you jump into the crowd. And this is just what these this is just who these guys are, you know. But 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 I think that you know I think that as performers, you know, I think these guys are extraordinary. First of all, that you know just 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 from what they do as athletes and just from from them, you know, being just being, you know, like the fact that Mike White had to come in the way he did, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, even even in the beginning of the season where, like, it was it was awesome watching Joe Flacco celebrate when he won that first game with the team. In Cleveland? You know the what I'm saying? Back, like when, yo, like it was 55 left. It was wild, man, watching, <laughs> watching you know, it, them as performers, it's like the best, the best part about seeing the players is, like, it is the performing, it is the touchdown dances, it is the spiking of the yeah. ball and stuff like that, and you know, and the you know the 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 hop into the end zone, you know, and you 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 know you got it, but but like also watching the celebration in the locker room, like the like that one, yeah. you know, and you know, and 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 uh, you know, and just 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 that that in and of itself getting me hyped as a fan. You but know? when you talk to these guys, and you have an opportunity to, we're here taping in Phoenix at Radio Row. Do you talk about the similarities? Like, you're going out there performing in front of 
folks every night if you're doing Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I've never. You're actually the first person to ask me that kind of question. You know, like what, what, you know, what are the similarities of those guys as performers to, like, I guess, what we do and, you know, and acting and singing and, uh, you know, and performing in the way that that I do. But like, you know, which is cool. I've never been asked that before, so it's like a question that I've never had to think about uh, yeah. before. You know, but, um, but I just think what those guys do is so extraordinary, man. That that, uh, you know, the fact that they have to play like that every week you know and 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 um what kind of high does that provide for you uh, performing live yeah i think there's nothing like there's nothing like uh, uh a live crowd you know what i'm saying like i've sang the, just singing the national anthem at certain games like uh you know before you know for the nets or the mets i've, I've done you know and just like should, Actually, we, should we get you to come out to do the anthem for the Jets? Oh, so the Jets. Oh, they, they just—they—they they know. They, they, all they gotta do is call me. All man. right, we gotta do that. You know, but it's like you know, it's it's, it's uh, you know, like that—that that feeling is is insane, bro. Like I when I was at City Field, you know, singing for however many people were there, you're just like, yo, this is City Field. We're in the playoffs. Like the 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 vibe is high it's going yeah. crazy right now you know and and you know so there's there's nothing like you know we, we performed for 1300 people a night you know every night eight, eight shows a week you know so we intimate that's such an intimate setting yeah but it felt like we were at msg you yeah know, the way the crowd was going crazy and the way you know people were screaming i mean yo yelling at the top of their lungs yo this person would come out that person would come out lynn would come out so you know this you know and then 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 i got to do my own tour my first album you know, you know. I think the 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 craziest show, the craziest two shows I played were in Brooklyn, and Chicago. I played a really crazy show in L.A. too. Yeah. You know, but but um, you know, feeling like, you know, I, I at my show in Brooklyn, there was 700 people there, and it felt like there was you know 7,000, 17,000. It was so loud, bro. Yeah. And um, you know, there, there's just nothing like. Uh, there's nothing like performing for for a live audience, you know. And there's there's that extra added, you know. That's another thing that I respect about the guys, you know, who play the games. Like, you gotta you have to play like there's no one there in front of thirty thousand people, whatever it is. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta play like there's no like you know like right. there's no one there, and uh, you gotta play your game. And, uh, you know, so that's why I never could understand how people be critiquing athletes. And I'm like, you can't even do half of what they can do. What are you talking about, bro? Well, you can relate there. Hey, let me ask you this. In the early days of Hamilton, when did you know that, okay, this is not only a good production, but this is taking off and it's just going to another level? I knew, I mean, you know, when you got Oprah coming and the president's coming twice and, you know, like, you know, the whoever the prime minister of this place yeah. and, you know like jay-z and beyonce and i mean like yo everybody was coming to the show like once it was already blowing up when we were like off broadway but once we went to broadway um you know we really started the word was getting out and really started to see some you know i was me it was somebody every night yeah somebody's like right. people every single night like, yo these five people are here tonight these three people are here you know these 10 people are here tonight you know stage would be going crazy after the show you know it was like a it was like a mixer after the show every single night you know so we just perform for three hours and then we go meet this person and you got the stage door the fans waiting outside you know so it was it was um it was a, a crazy adrenaline filled experience man i mean i never i was you know 23 at the time it was my first Broadway show, my only Broadway show. Like, 
you know, and and uh, I I just I didn't exp- I, I I knew it was gonna be big. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what that meant, but I I didn't know how how it was gonna. You know, they, so, they sold the movie for you know seventy five million dollars to Disney Plus. You know, like it was oh, crazy. Boy. They bought that's <laughs> blockbuster movies and not even shooting for that much now. You know, sometimes so uh, it was crazy. You got a monstrous project coming up. Yeah. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. What are you gonna be doing in that? I'm, uh, I'm uh, the new human guy. Yeah. You know, it was Shia LaBeouf and Mark. You know, Mark Wahlberg did it, and uh, and you know now they tapped me for the role, and um, you know I'm 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 just super grateful. The cast is amazing. I'm 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 with, you know, I'm with Dominique Fishback, who's also from Brooklyn, also mm. from New York. Like, uh, you know, Stephen Cable Jr., who did Creed Two. Uh, is directing, Michael Bay is producing, Steven Spielberg executive producing, and, uh, you know, we've got Pete Davidson and, and Peter Dinklage and Peter Cullen, Ron, uh, Ron Perlman, you know, playing Optimus Primal. You know, all these guys, all these, you know, Liza Koshy, all these amazing, uh, you know, stars in uh, around this film, you know. So I'm just, I'm so excited, man. And for, and for all the fans, you know, anybody who's watched Transformers, yeah. You know, uh, we we I grew up watching Beast Wars as a kid. Yeah. Beast Wars was like my joint, and now <laughs> you know we are now integrating the Beast Wars with the Autobots, and we meet Optimus Prime, and we meet Cheetor, we meet all these characters, you know, and we still have Prime, and we still have Bumblebee, and now we have Mirage, who's a new character. Mm. Um, uh, you know, uh, 1993 Porsche, he's fire, like he's a ama- like. Uh, who, who was a central character to the story, and and we just expand the world, you know, the world starting in New York and moving to Peru, uh, and uh, it just it just feels like it, it it feels like a Transformers that no one's ever seen before, and and it feels some, like something new and fresh, but still uh, uh, still pays homage to you know all the other films that came before, yeah. you know. How fortunate do you feel like you're super talented and you got to be so driven to be where you're at right now? But how much do you appreciate the fact that you can connect to different people, whether it's through your singing, whether it was on Broadway, whether it is in big films? Because you can talk about, you're talking about different age groups. You're talking about different people uh, from different environments, you know, you're covering the gamut as far as what you do because you're across so many different platforms. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels it feels good to, you know, have somebody who's you know young and old. Yeah, young, yeah. old, whatever, come up yeah. to you and be like, "Yo, I, you know, like had this one guy that 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 you know came up to me and was like, "Yo, man, I watch Hamilton when I'm like, just to unwind, just to you know, and 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 uh, and then uh, these little kids just came walked up to me like, you know. Hell yeah. Like, yo, can we, you know, get a pick and get a flick? It's just cool to, you know, to know that your work is resonating with with people of all ages, you know, from, right. from different so places. So many different backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? And, that you know, as an artist, and I think as an athlete, you know, I would I would think that that's, that's what you hope, that people resonate with, with you know, who you are as an athlete, as a performer, as, you know, and, and, and through the thing that you've been blessed to do. You know, and and um, you know, so that's why I'm I'm, I'm really uh, I just feel grateful, man. Honestly, that's literally it. I just feel grateful. And you're a young dude. Hey, so what do you want the Jets to do here this off season? We got to get it back to the green and what? What do you want them to do this off season? Because I've been hearing a lot of people been asking you about the quarterback position. It is. I mean, that's you know, 
and I'm, you know, I know people whispering about Aaron Rodgers and this car, and then you know, and you know, and I think we there's a couple guys, you know, uh, available. I know Garoppolo, Garoppolo is 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 might could be, be out there, yeah. could be a, a, a an option. I, Lamar Jackson would be the dream, <laughs> you know. I can, you know, uh, you just never know, right. you know. So I'm just throwing that out there, but <laughs> I think and him in New York that would be crazy, like, yeah. you know, but. I think you know. I just think we need you know. We we there's there's we just need that you know that weapon you know. And I think Mike White is great you know. I think but you know I just think you know it could be uh you know if we if we can get one of those guys that might be that might be uh that's the start. Of, Jets are certainly close. The the Jets are close though, man, bro. We're I'm telling you, man. We're Do you close. like Salah? I think Salah's dope. Yeah. I I love the way he moves, bro. Like he's so like he's just. It just, at least from what I'm watching the show on YouTube, you know, like yeah. from what from what it seems, the team just really respects him, you know, and they really, it just seems like they want to follow him, and they really like he connects with people. They can he connects with the team, bro, and it, it you know, and I hope I, I I don't know because I'm not on the team, right? I'm just a fan, but uh, but it, it seems that way, you know, and 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 just from watching the games this year and watching the way the team played, you know, even in spite even games. Even in the games where the team struggles, just you could just see like he's he's you, you can see his poise. You can see he's still so enthusiastic on the sideline. You could see you yeah. could just see his passion for to win, bro. And and I and 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 again, I just think the team is like one or two pieces away from being from 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 doing that, bro. And you were talking about watching stuff on YouTube. You like late 2020, uh, uh, 2022 that the. New York Jets great documentary team put together, huh? Yeah, they killed that, bro. It's it's I, I think that I love the the content, man. The content the team's putting together too, man. It really takes us inside, you know, like it, it takes us inside the you know, which which I don't know if that has existed before. It's like definitely in this, expanded in this way, you know, yeah. it's expanded yeah. for sure. So it's 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 really cool that I get to like see like what was going on in the locker room, what are the conversations happening and, you know. Well we gotta bring you out to the facility now. Now yeah. that we have the opportunity to talk to you, we gotta bring crazy. you out to the facility. I heard Garrett Wilson was walking around here. Yeah, he, was he was just there. on like this one of the shows I was talking on just now. Yeah. He was like, Yo Garrett Wilson was here like five minutes ago. I was like, Oh Hey man, we wish you the best. I was so proud of what you've been doing representing New York out there and again open invitation out of the facility and we got to get you to sing the anthem at MetLife. Well, thanks for having me.